Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, November 9th, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, um, anything Ooh. anything happened since the last time we talked? That was a four-year-old sigh right there. That's been held in my body for four years. I mean, the last, the last week felt like four years. It truly did. It really, really did. Uh, if maybe even longer, I think I dissociated most of it, so it could have been anywhere from four days to four years. That seems about right. Um, you are in New York. I am not. Was there, um, partying in the streets in your hood? Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I was actually watching Netflix on Saturday morning. Uh, hadn't really checked any news at all. I, I I don't know when I expected the news to come out. It was not on Saturday late morning as it did. Uh, but was watching Netflix and all of a sudden I hear someone scream something unintelligible out their window. No idea what they said, but just screaming and then there was more screaming and more screaming and like just turned to my significant other. I was like, did they just call it? And they just called it. And so there was screaming. There's a neighboring street that's like, uh, like my apartment's in a back alleyway. So it's two buildings that face one another. And then there's the neighboring street where you go out the gate. Um, and you could just hear horns from the street and people yelling from the street. And we were all yelling at our windows and from fire escapes and everything. And then I went to the village, the gayest part of town later on on Saturday night, where it was very loud. So, it was a very good weekend. Yeah, very good. Uh, hopefully, if anybody goes out or went out, that you are doing so responsibly and wearing a oh, mask, yeah. because oh, despite yeah. the enjoyment and the great news, uh, there's still a pandemic going on. So, uh, yes, keep that indeed. In mind. Didn't see anybody without a mask, so everyone good. was celebrating responsibly. Good. Um, Real quick, let's talk about what's in the podcast feed since the last time we spoke on Friday. I dropped a new Tell Me More, my second one of the week. Go figure. Um, this one was with the one, the only Michael Riedel, uh, my best friend. Um, we talked about his new book, <laughs> Singular Saint Where it's, where, we're like three best friends. Yeah, and we're really the three tight. best friends. Yeah. What's that song they sing in, uh, um, uh, The Hangover with the three best friends that anyone can have. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Michael Riedel and I talked about his new book, Singular Sensation, which is about the, um, the nineties and early two thousands musicals that made Broadway. Um, had a really nice discussion about that. And, uh, you can hear that in the podcast feed. Then on Sunday on this week on Broadway, Peter, James and Michael spoke with actor Harvey Evans, as well as, uh, Peter gave a review of True Love Will Find You in the End. And they discussed, um, some movie musicals that they think should be remade. So some great stuff in the podcast feed. Of course, you can um, get all of those episodes before they hit the regular feeds. If you head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon. You can also sit in on our interviews on this week on Broadway and be a part of them while they're recording and submit questions as you could have with Harvey Evans. So don't forget to do that. All right, Ashley, let's get into the news first up. Oh, boy. The <laughs> rap reported that Broadway and Frozen stars Kristen Bell and Jonathan Groff will reunite for a new movie musical called Molly and the Moon, written and directed by mm. Car- 
You're already, you're already laughing? Is that what that was? Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was a laugh mixed with a groan, yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. Written yeah. and directed by Craig Thomas and Carter Bays, the team behind How I Met Your Mother. Uh, the music for the film will be from composer Nathan Larson. Now, that all of that is easy to understand and, and makes total sense. Here is where it gets weird. In this live-action musical, Belle and Groff play a couple who are expecting a child and sing to their unborn baby in the womb. Again, normal. Makes sense. But... Ish. Ish. Yeah. No, I mean, it makes sense. That's fine. I've got no problem there. But here's where it gets even weirder. The film will also take us inside the aforementioned womb and imagines a little girl in a rowboat singing back to them and using the sound of her parents' voices to try and reach the moon, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which which apparently will be a metaphor for being born. Uh, <laughs> sounds sounds strange for a mo- for a movie musical. Uh, first but- of all, uh, first of all, aforementioned womb is the name of my new punk band. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate you uh, yeah. saying that. But you know, the concept for how I met your mother was a little weird. Not this weird, but a little weird. So mm-hmm. it's got. Kristen and Groff saw, so I'll give it a try at least, Ashley. It just sounds like some weird pro-life nightmare. I don't understand what is that happening That is not here. where I would have gone um, with that. Uh... I just, everyone I saw in a reaction to it, especially on Twitter, was like, who is putting the money forward for this? And what pro-life, like group is secretly behind this because that's the way it sounds in some deep dark way i don't know what to do with this i was very excited when the alert came across my desk of Kristen bell and jonathan groff doing a new movie musical and then i read the synopsis and i just it was too much to handle Last week, I had to put it aside, <laughs> and I just blacked <laughs> blocked it out of my brain, blacked out, thought I hallucinated the news, and now here it comes again. It's it's very weird. I don't understand what this is about, but I, I like I said, I like everyone involved, but I yeah, we'll see. Yeah, whatever. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, moving on. Uh, also, last week, a UK tour was announced for a new musical about the famous wholesome singing family, the Osmonds. The mm-hmm, show, yeah. appropriately titled The Osmonds, Dash, a new musical, will kick off a 30-week tour at the new Wimbledon Theater on August 26th of next year. With a book by Sean Carrison and Julian Big, the former will direct and Bill Deemer will choreograph Ashley. Where do you come down on the Osmonds? Donnie, mm. Marie, Wayne, Alan, Merrill, Tito, Jermaine, all of them. <laughs> Tito and Jermaine, I like. Uh, <laughs> the, not so much, not so much the rest. I don't have a strong opinion either way. It's just one of those, just one of those things. They kind of weird me out of it. Yeah, I mean, it, they're, they're a little weird. Um, Donnie, Donnie and Marie, very weird. close. Um, hey, I yep. grew up, I grew up on the Donnie Joseph Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Um, so mm, I love that. He okay. was also, spoiler alert, um, on one of the seasons of The Masked Singer. Very easy oh, to figure out who he was go. after a while. What was he? What was he? Because I'm never going to watch it. But what was he? Mm, 
<laughs> was he was was he the peacock? I think he was the peacock. Mm, uh, that 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 seems like it fits. Yeah, I, I want to say he was the peacock. Let me just double check that again. Well, yes, right. he was the peacock. That's what I thought. Yes. I was gonna say you don't want to get this wrong. No. It will uh, it will ruin your cred as the. A for the the foremost uh, mask singer expert <laughs> on Broadway radio, on Broadway radio, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so I know my mom really liked the Osmonds growing up, but like I, I don't I like know if there's like oh, what's really the, what's the there Osmonds. to do a musical about? Like I don't know their story. I don't know is there drama there? Like probably, probably to be fair, but also, do I care about the drama of the Osmonds? Not particularly. <laughs> I, I kind of knew that's where that was going. But anyway, <laughs> a uh, movie musical about a uh, in utero child and, what a mess. Um, and a UK tour about the <laughs> what a mess. Okay, Combi- moving on. Combine them, then I'd, yeah. then I'd see it. <laughs> One bad apple, don't spoil the whole bunch, girl. <laughs> All right, moving on. On Friday, it was announced that there would be an online revival of the Songs and Monologues series, Elegies for Angels, Punks, and Raging Queens, starring a host of Broadway greats. The performance will feature 50 performers and will stream on World A- World AIDS Day, which is Tuesday, December 1st, and then will be available through December 5th. The event will benefit Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS and will star, amongst others... <gasps> Brooks Ashmanskis, Laura Bell Bundy, Robin DeJesus, Lena Hall, Jane Howdy Shell, Famka Jansen. Where did she come Jeez. from? Jay Armstrong Johnson, uh, Joaquina Colacongo, Nathan Lane, Norm Lewis, Andrea McCassett, Kevin McHale from Glee. Look at that. Jesse Mueller, Anthony Rapp, Krista Rodriguez, Oscar winner J.K. Simmons, and Ohio State fan, um, Robin Lord Taylor from the TV show <laughs> Gotham. Yeah. Random. Yeah. Plays the ping, played the penguin. I've seen him uh, do stuff, uh, I think 54 below. Too. Yeah. He's a, he's yeah. a theater person. He's a theater person, but I know him. He played the penguin on Gotham. Yeah. I've unfortunately, he was very good. I was going to say, I've unfortunately also seen that. <laughs> he was good. He was good. Anyway, yeah. um, Robin Lord Taylor, Alicia Umphress, and the former would-be governor of New York, Cynthia Nixon. Mm. Um, quite, quite the cast, Ashley. Yeah. Um, elegies and Angels, Punks and Ra- Ra- Elegies for Angels, okay. Punks and Raging Queens oh, yeah. features a book and lyrics by Bill Russell and music by Janet Hood. And actually, I don't know this show at all other than by reputation is having some incredible songs in it. But I think you know it fairly well. Yeah, I'm a big fan of elegies. I've seen a few different like small scale productions of it in the city where I mean, it's basically just presented as a concert anyway, because it is a song cycle. Um, I, I'm trying to think of anyone in this cast. Norm Lewis has definitely done it before. There was a performance, uh, back in 2001 that he was part of with Alice Ripley, Emily Skinner, Brian Darcy James, a few others. Um, so I know of that one. I can't think of lots of sideshow alums in that. Three of the four sideshow alums. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anybody else in this cast has done like a major. Uh, New York or London production since those are the places that it's usually performed the most. Um, but yeah, it's great. I mean, it was created in the late eighties. Uh, was, a, you know, it's specifically tied to the AIDS memorial quilt. I think it was supposed to be called the quilt actually. And they gave it this much, oh, really? much better title. Thankfully it's a, <laughs> uh, I think a Soho, like created either in Soho or East Village. Um, and it's just, it's absolutely beautiful. 
beautiful. All the songs from it are just so great. And I love so many people of this new cast, as we were talking about before. Oh, my God. It, before we started recording, like, I didn't see this news because I was so inundated by other news last week and over the weekend that – but this should have been completely on my radar because it's like one name after another that it's like a fever dream yep. for me. <laughs> yeah, great cast. Um, definitely looking forward to that. Coming up on World AIDS Day, December 1st. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, um, the Actors Fund last week announced that their first ever virtual gala, which honored Sarah Jessica Parker, Matthew Broderick, and Brian Stokes Mitchell, raised $1.1 million. <laughs> um, congratulations. Good for them. Obviously, um, not a ton of news here, but I just wanted to remind everybody, if you can, now that um, the bulk of election season is over. If you want to continue giving to the runoffs yeah. in Georgia, please do so. But um, if you have some extra funds um, that you are looking to put towards charitable causes, both Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS, as I mentioned, with Elegies and the Actors Fund are both great places that you can do that. Actors Fund and Broadway Care should start sending out text campaigns as often as I receive oh texts from the Democrats in that final week, and especially. Emails. Yeah. And emails and calls. I've never received so many calls in my life. And I would who, who never... Who their phone for never, calls? Uh, huh? I know, who right? Who uses exactly. their phone for calls anymore? Yeah, those just went straight to... Not even voicemail, just hit the cancel <laughs> button on all of them. I'm not gonna, not gonna screw around with that. No. Um, uh, but one more piece of news here. Finally, in this section, it was announced last week that Eva Noblezada will lead the next drive in mu- movie concert hybrid in Radial Park coming up later this month on Friday, November 20, 20th and Saturday, November 21st. The two time, two time Tony nominee will sing the songs of the <laughs> film Selena based on the artist of the same name the event will include musical numbers from the movie both before and intertwined in time during the film so think the hollywood bowl little mermaid concerty type thing Uh, we've talked about this before with ali ewald and derek davis doing stuff with phantom yeah Um, yeah was that did you and i talk about that or was that me and uh, alicia i think it was you and alicia because i don't remember talking about it it's very possible but yeah i think it was uh, i think it was alicia uh and me but um, a very cool thing. Um, it's socially distanced. You're in your car. Nice. Um, and, uh, tickets, I think, started $100 per car. So if you go with like two oh, or three wow. or four people, like it's a little bit more affordable. But um, if you go with 500 people, you're on easy street. Easy street. Yes. Um, and of course, <laughs> seeing Eva sing, um, these songs would be very, very cool. And, yeah. um, and what's great about this is, is I think, so we are so used to thinking of Eva in terms of like Miss Saigon. We don't realize yep. that she is also um, half Mexican. So that oh. her being able to sing for songs from this part of her culture, I think, is very cool. As yeah, well. love this. I love that they're doing things like this. I, you know, I don't have a car, so I can't get there. But <laughs> mm, really, wouldn't be worth renting a car. Really, either. I mean, wouldn't that would, be renting a hundred dollar tickets would be a little even say, more expensive than. I'll but. get I'll get a hundred of my closest friends, and we'll all pay a dollar. It'll be great. And then we can also pay, you know, whatever car. How much do car rentals go for? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know either. $7,500, bucks, $500, $1,000. I don't know. All of it. Just buy a car. But yeah, just you really shit. Um, (laughs) All right. Let's move on to some feel-good recommendations. First up, Laura Osnes uh, has a new concert from Birdland that is now being able to be streamed, which we have a link to. But in it, it is part of her The Paths Not Taken show, in which Mm -hmm. she sings songs from shows that she either 
did not book or some shows that she wishes she had done in her life. Um, the sneak preview performance that we have in the show notes is I Could Have Danced All Night from My Fair Lady. So okay. check that out. Then we have two songs from the upcoming new uh, album that'll be released on December 4th from Duncan Sheik. It is his performance at Cafe Carlisle. So Duncan Sheik hmm. live at Cafe Carlisle. The two songs in question are Circling and Touch Me. Touch Me, uh, of course, is is from Spring Awakening. And in it, mm-hmm. he duets with uh, Jagged Little Pill, Tony Nominee, and Spring Awakening on Broadway alum, Catherine Gallagher. Nice. Uh, so check those out. Um, the only I'm not a huge Duncan Sheik fan. Like I've touched yeah, before, like Spring either. Awakening is not my favorite. But when I saw um um, um um oh what was the show when Nika Noni Rose did it? Classic Stage Company, uh, based on an opera, Oscar Hammerstein. Um, uh, just a few years ago. I know. Beat out my, that my, rhythm on the drum. My, beat my out. brain is dead. Either way, that show, which people are screaming at because I can't remember what it is. Um, Carmen Jones. Carmen Jones is the name of the show. Carmen Jones um, at Classic Stage Company. Duncan Sheik was there. So he was in the audience. So uh, that's the closest I've got to a Duncan Sheik story. There you go. You're one degree of Duncan Sheik separation, I guess. We were on different sides of the stage. Everyone's, so it's favorite, two. everyone's favorite game. One degree of Duncan Sheik. <laughs> He's not the uh, late 90s uh, pop star that I would go with in that game, but that's fine. Either way. <laughs> <laughs> but finally, uh, in these recommendations, there's a great conversation article Q&A kind of thing in Vulture last week, which I don't think anyone talked about because I it came out early in the week, but I didn't see it until Friday. So if, some, if you talked yeah. about this when I wasn't no, on. No, I, I saw it come across my feed because it's with Helen Shaw, right? Yes. Yeah, I saw it come across my feed, but it was just one of those things. It didn't end up getting to with everything else happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a Q&A conversation with Helen Shaw and Jeremy O'Harris. Um, and we've talked about this a little bit in passing. The fact that Jeremy is... I mean, I think they call it in the article, he's got a slush fund from HBO that is mm. part of his deal. It's a discretionary fund for him to produce experimental theater. Right. Um, so he's got like $80,000 um, from licensing his own plays towards micro grants, mm-hmm. which we've already talked about. Then he's got money from HBO he's putting into shows. So he's just becoming a huge producer in addition yeah. to an incredible artist and we've long talked about how much i admire all the things that jeremy is doing Very beyond so. just his writing work but to, to tell hbo if you want me to work for you which they clearly did <laughs> you're gonna let me produce some weird shit like circle jerk yes and or something that's not even as weird like the fact that they did a, a remount of the zoom production of heroes of the fourth turning yeah. which is like yeah, absolutely a Pulitzer Prize finalist i mean and it's just very interesting the types of things that he's doing and um, I think it is very clear that Jeremy O'Harris is going to be one of, if the, if not the leading forces of the American theater of his generation, um, not only because of the stuff that he actually puts on paper, but the other, but, uh, but of the things that he also helps make it to mm-hmm. the stage or screen, uh, because he is truly uh, a force to be reckoned with. A visionary. Yeah, we can only hope so for the sake of American theater that all that ends up being true. Totes. Uh, All right, so that is all that we have for today. Thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW. Matt Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. 
All right, I think I will be taking you home tomorrow, and then we will figure out what's going on the rest of the week, depending on how the news looks. But you can hear every episode of Broadway Radio first at patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash patreon. All right, have a wonderful Monday, everybody, and I will be back to talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.